Beavis, Butthead. What a happy coincidence. We were just rapping about the need to recruit new members for our men's group. Would you like to join us? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a really super way to express your masculinity in a nurturing all-male environment. With no women around, we're free to be ourselves without fear of seeming sexist or offensive. And we let off some steam to avoid channeling our male anger towards women into greed, destructiveness, or other male problem areas. And that's important, especially today, as we men wrestle with our manhood. Beaver wrestles with his manhood. Yeah. <laughs> I usually win. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. What a great Super Bowl. What a great Super Bowl. I would like to personally congratulate the New England Patriots on their great effort. Now let's move on. Notice how we didn't mention the winner there. No, because we don't mention winners. That'll, that'll come up later. And welcome to episode 77, Lethal Weapon 4. We even got Chris Rock in this movie. Is this the last one? No. No? There's another one? There's. I think there's a Lethal Weapon 5. No. No, there isn't. Let's see. Let's no, there check. isn't. This is it. This is the one with, like, Chris Rock. I think there's a Chinese oh, yes. mob or something yep, like this in this. Less. Yeah. So guess what? we got to pick another group of movies soon. Godzilla movies. Oh, no. Come on, Godzilla. Yes. I'll leave that up to you then. Godzilla. Yep, definitely Godzilla. Okay. People are probably wondering, like, what does that have to do with anything? You mentioned it once, and then you mentioned it at the end, and you never talk about the movie at all. We do once in a while. Once in a while. It's our thing. Plus, we talk about it, like, during the music. We'll we'll throw in some music and some clips. You know, clips, but, like, our comments about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're not alone this week. No. We have a returning guest, Mr. Greg Pavarelli, who is now in the top 100. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back, despite my lack of knowledge of lethal weapon movies. Well, <laughs> that's a gift for everybody. I don't think it's a most, much, much popular uh, genre of movie. If I recall, the last time I was here, we were on Bond, which I, I have seen them all. Oh, that's a good boy. There you yes. go. That's a great thing. But Greg is part of the New York City scene. Yes. You know, the best city on Earth. A land far, far away from beautiful yeah. Rochester. But I will but, be visiting. Yes, you will. And we'll get to that. And other things. But we have a reason why Greg is on. I live my life without reasons, usually. We're reasonless. Maybe Bruce will tell me what the reason is. Oh, my God. We had special news, remember? We had, we had a scoop. We had a scoop? Oh, we're yes. doing that. Okay. We're doing it right off the bat. We're doing it right off the bat. All right. Well, yes, we have breaking news. <laughs> yes, and we're going to get to that, that already. right um, Hold on. I just got an email from Tim. Who? Tim Saxton. Come on, Tim oh, Balls. God. What's he Sex? want? Yeah, you don't talk to us anymore, man. He's too good for us. Yeah, he's all secretive and stuff. Okay. He sent me an email with an MP3 on it. Uh-oh. And it says, play this during the show. Uh-oh. So it's like, whoa. Okay. Oh, my. Excited so, already. all right. What do you think? 
Just play it now. Get it out of the way. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Let's get the Timball singer out of the way. All right, hold on. I'm going to mute myself so you can hear Timball's at his best. At his best. Hopefully you can all hear it. Here we go. You're fulfilling your destiny. Timball's. Become my apprentice. Learn to use the dark side of the ball. I will will do do whatever you ask. Good. Just Just help me save save Pinball's life. life. I can't can't live live without it. has achieved. But if we work together, I know we can discover the secret. I pledge myself to your teachings. Software engineer. You will become. Henceforth, you shall be known as Darth Balls. Thank you, my master. Uh. What the hell was that? What the wow. hell was that? Damn. <laughs> Greg, any comments? Um, I just want to know if Tim is Vader. Who's Palpatine? I think that is maybe his new boss. Mm. Yeah, he's he's Darth Balls now. And this leads us into our our big announcement. Spaceballs! Sorry. No, Spaceballs is not coming out. Um, so, our news is, and this, this is going to be announced by Stern... Tomorrow we're recording on Monday, so if if Zach Sharp was not correct and this is not being announced tomorrow, then I'm gonna have to cut all this and I'll be really pissed. He's pretty punctual. He is pretty punctual. But uh, Tim Sexton has accepted and is now working at Stern as a software engineer. You may know them as programmers, however you want to call it. He started uh, today, this Monday. So, what do you guys think? pretty exciting opportunity i would think i couldn't be happier for the guy and uh as someone that uh, loves stern i know that he's gonna do great i think it's gonna be great for all pinball players good 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 excellent excellent yeah he he will actually make the rules better because he is very deep and he likes to pick apart rules i cannot wait yeah i mean I, I got to hand it to Stern, hiring Keith, hiring Zach, hiring Tim. I think getting uh, some really strong players is the best thing for pinball. Working for them is going to only help everybody. Totally agree. So congratulations, Mr. Tim Balls. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work, Timmy. Unfortunately. We will unfortunately, miss you. Yes. The unfortunate part is he can no longer be on the podcast without. <gasps> well, he, he has to get approval. 
Yes. He's had the worst kept secret ever for the last couple of weeks, but he hasn't been able to say anything or appear on the podcast. Mm. So now we have Tim Balls 2.0, Greg Pavarelli. Bigger, better, faster, drunker. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly less WAPA points. (laughs) Uh, Well, I am excited for the opportunity. It's big shoes to fill, but uh, I will gladly be here, guys. Excellent. We'll we'll bring the bourbon. Oh, yes. (laughs) And by the way, Bruce, um, more buttons. More buttons? Yep, Tim wants to put more buttons. We're going to add two buttons. Oh, fuck. It's going to be like track and field. You're going to love it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Am I the no. only one that's like imagining Tim facing Kenobi one day? The circle is now complete. When I left, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a master evil. Darth Balls. Darth Balls. <laughs> He's Darth Balls. <laughs> you said Balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say on behalf of... Stern, I know contrary to what you may hear on Pinside, Stern is concerned about the code situation. Yes. And there was an edict from inside the company to get more programmers. They call them software developers. And Tim's name came up from within the company. So they they actually called him. I wonder how that call was. Hello, this is Gary Stern. I wonder if you'd like to join our company. You have my number already. Call me back. (laughs) That's true. So, yeah, he got to go. And I can't say everything, obviously, but he got to go to the factory, which he'd never been there before. Got to go on several one-on-one interviews, and then he had to do the group interview where he got grilled. Seems like it's really hard to get a job there. Yeah, I mean, they take this stuff seriously. They take this stuff seriously. I mean, and he went in there with a bunch of ideas, which I think is what they're looking for. And there's one thing Tim does not have a shortage of is ideas. Yeah, and you know, like, Tim is obviously one of the hungriest, most passionate players competing right now. And the fact that he already works in this field, you know he's going to carry that passion into the heart of Stern every day. You know what sucks, Bruce? We now, we, we have someone, and I still consider him part of the Slam crew, I don't care, that's yes, like as, as close, as inside as you can possibly be, and we still won't know anything. Yep. <sighs> yep. But he, yep. he did ask me for my inside source, and I said, I ain't telling you. <laughs> wow. See, already Monday, he already knows every game now. All all the conjecture, all the guessing, he knows what all the games are going to be. Well, come on, He's guys. You know how this works. You have, to, you have to avoid temptation. You can't even bear to ask such questions. That's I, true. I've never asked that about him. Yeah. No. No. And, and honestly, 99% of the leaks are from outside Stern. Yep. I know mine are. They're, yeah. And like even, what was it, the Jersey Jack, the Pirates? Wasn't it like the vendor that made the flyer? Yes. Leaked it, and that was, you know, so. And they're usually like licensors. We'll yep. just post like on their site, Stern Pinball is a licensee. And like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I take these things with a grain of salt anyways. When I hear rumors, I don't ever really commit to them. You know, if you want to see the new game, go to Expo. Or Texas. Yeah, I'll be in Texas, guys. Wow, everyone's going to Texas this year. Yeah, well, I hope my I schedule will. is busy. I will be a busy, busy boy on the Stern Pro Circuit. My fiance might not be too happy about my uh, ongoing uh, bills with flying, but I am excited. Oh, boy. Don't get her too angry. Don't have an ex-fiance. What about that? 
I think she said I can't get married to her until I qualify for Papa, so... You can qualify for Papa D anytime. Ooh! <laughs> Actually, wow. they won't let me play. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, congratulations, Tim Balls, Tim yes, Sexton. Yes, you know, No, now it's Darth It's now Darth Balls. He's, he's graduated. Darth Balls. So, yes. so uh, our listeners, when you're out there playing a new Stern game, and if you see TSX in the high score table, that will be Timmy. The only thing I asked Tim is a secret flipper code for us. Uh, yeah, he, they can't do that. That might be tricky. They don't do that sort of thing. They still do flipper codes. Yeah, for, for one person. Yeah, you'd be surprised. No. Next time you guys hang out with Jason, uh, let him show you some stuff on Next Gen. It's cool. I like the one that shows all of uh, Steve Ritchie's games up to that point. Ritchie's the best. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, God. Can you imagine him? Hey, Tim Balls, <laughs> program this for me now. <laughs> Make it yeah. better. Yeah, make it, I want another button. I want two buttons. Uh, I I was uh, so stoked for Tim and um, super happy for him, and he deserves it. I I promised myself I wouldn't get all teary eyed on this, but you know I'm gonna miss the guy. I t- I kind of feel like we came up together. We started competing at the same time. Have run tournaments together. Have been close friends, and uh, I'm glad that we get to visit him in Chicago. You know, I, I'm going to Expo. I'm going to the circuit. So at least get to have some slumber parties there. Oh my! Oh my! I'm getting teary-eyed. Goodbye, Tim Balls. Luckily, in all major competitions, I've beaten Tim. Whoa. Really? <laughs> wow. wow. Do you have to consult the player card for that one? <laughs> I took him out in uh, two times, two direct times. He uh, In the Connecticut State uh, Championship, I took him out in another one, two times. We've really placed faced head-to-head in a tournament. I've beat them both. The top 20... Eight people I've played against the most. I've got winning records against most of them. The names that I don't, Bowden, Zen, Timmy, Levy, and Balberto. Not bad company to be losing to. No, no. Timmy definitely lays waste on uh, the local scene over here, so that might be the one thing I don't miss about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have fun in Chicago with the other guys. The one, the one. Yeah, good luck beating those guys. So... What do we got next on the uh, schedule here? Going to news? Let's go to news. Piece of news. Piece of news. All the news that's fit to print. So let me go over to This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. That's all we ever use. That's, that's everyone uses. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. So let's see. This uh, Week in politics. Oh, sh- shoot. I got the wrong web- website. Traveling with inter- interesting people. Damn, wrong one again. <laughs> this Week in Photo. God, I'm hitting the wrong ones. This week in porn, no. All oh, right. Man. This is why you guys brought me on. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the porn expert, Greg Pavarelli. I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in several features, Ron. Luckily, my porn company, you know, is still doing very well. Uh, and what company is that? Think around my video. If it ain't swanky, it ain't my video. God. Oh, <laughs> up in the class level as always. Bad. We yes, have I American Pinball. They bought the rights to the term Oktoberfest. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be an Oktoberfest pinball, but they just grabbed it. Gary Stern could say that beer and pinball. Yep. Beer and pinball. So we got um, Charlie Emery of Spooky Pinball was interviewed on uh, that that podcast. The guy who made fun of us. 
Uh, yeah. He made fun of you guys? Yeah. yeah some pinball profile. Some ca- wacky Canadian up there. Yeah. All these foreign uh, podcasters are going off a little bit now on us. That's another good friend I'll be seeing this weekend. Hi, I'm Jeff Teolis. You made Time for another pinball profile. Videos. Upstate edition. <laughs> yes. So he interviewed you know, Charlie from Spooky Pinball. They were talking about Alice Cooper. Uh, the other thing I found interesting, they were talking about other licenses. When I heard things like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Godzilla, Godzilla would be awesome. Well, I already like the I already like the first version of Godzilla, honestly. Well, that's not really Godzilla. See, that's American yeah. Godzilla. That doesn't count. Oh, you want you want Japanese Godzilla? I want Toho Godzilla. All right. I, I want all the cool like Mecha Godzilla. They could have them all on the like inserts for them all. It'd be awesome. They could like Iron Man. You collect all the different monsters or something. I don't know. That would be cool. That would be cool. And there was a uh, Houdini, I think we talked about this last week, Houdini, Houdini pinball review. I'm looking forward to that one because we're going to showcase it at Sunshine League. And that's going to be in Texas also, I believe. Ooh. I heard that game's tough. Tight shots. It is tight. Especially on the, the right shot there, the one that leads to the lock. It's very, very narrow. Personally, as frustrating as that could be for a casual player, at the end of the day... Forcing to forcing yourself to get the timing down and find shots is challenging and fun in its own way, and it makes you better. We also have uh, the first picks, actual picks, because they were just using stock photos last time. Of uh, Lucy came out. Interesting looking at the playfield. The only real changes are uh, the drummer that uh, tried to hire someone to kill somebody is not there anymore, obviously, and the insert, the huge hell clear insert is now actually removable. So now there's like a black border around it so you can take it out. I'm excited to see ACDC around more. Um, it's a great game. The fact that Stern is doing these vaults and these repros is awesome because they're coming out with three games a year and then bringing back a game that everybody loves. It's just, you know, the more of those titles you see around, the better. Yes, I see. they changed the spacing a little bit too because when they removed the drummer. And then the plastics are a little different also. That was one dumb drummer. I didn't even hear about that. He said you said he has criminal charges. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, he, he attempted to hire someone to kill somebody. I think the person he attempted to hire was actually undercover. Somehow he he got off. Somehow, but it's still. Then he got in trouble for something else, and they they just dropped. Him. Yeah, they just yeah they those they wacky Australians. Cut ties. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You had the best gig ever, and you blew it twice. He blew it in the 80s. It made me think, like, what if you wanted to not lose to someone in a tournament and you didn't put on a hit on them, per se, but you just got someone to, like, distract them enough that they had to leave? Is that the uh, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan thing? <laughs> yeah. you just take out their knee. What? You smash their Why? hand. <laughs> you smash their hand. Someone should have done that to Tadman. There you go. Yes. <laughs> he could grab it and say, Why? Why? Oh, God, more deep root. I'm sick of deep root already. I am just so ticket. So the five days of deep root. No, no, I'm not going into the five days of deep root. We got, we're getting deep rooted already. Deep rooted. Highway. It looks like the third game is not going to be announced to Texas. Really? So we're going to have to wait a little longer to hear about Queen. And now the first two titles are actually the reversible playfield titles in Alien and um, what was the first one called? Why am I blanking? And I'm blanking uh, too, which throttle. is bad. Full throttle. Full throttle, yeah. So those are the two that you could flip over if you own both. 
you could replace the play field, yeah. Right, and they're they're not going to continue that model of the entire same cabinet, are they? They're, they're they have not that. said yet. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a conventional size game. The next one. Yeah, I I didn't really play much uh, Alien. It was at Buffalo the last time I was at uh, the billiards place and Pocketeer, but it wasn't working. But uh, I do really like Full Throttle. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but uh, you know, for me, it's enjoyable. I don't dislike it. Yeah. Sometimes you get those four ball, four ball multi balls when you stack, and it gets really fun. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I found it shot better than Alien. Yeah, probably gonna get hate mail for that, but I agree, it does shoot better than yeah, Alien. Yeah, I thought it shot, shot better. I try to be open minded with games, but you know, my opinions are what they are. Shots aren't good. Shots aren't good. So we had an interview with Eric, and I'm just gonna say M. Eric M, the designer of Pirates of the Caribbean was interviewed on that other podcast that makes fun of us, insults us, and rips us off. Ooh, scandalous. I'm not even sure which one you're talking about. The Head-to-Head Pinball Podcast. Yes, they do. Are you going to go into that, Bruce? How do they rip us no. off? Well, they just they, they have a new segment called uh, Slam. I think it's called Slam the Top 100, where they, go, they pick a game out of the top 100 from, I guess, Pinside, and they go head-to-head against each other. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? That sounds Ooh. very familiar. Wow. Oh, well. <sighs> Fail. You know. No. Just feel flattered, boys. Yes, I feel flattered. I feel yes. flattered. And uh, they had a very in-depth interview yes, with uh, Eric. And when they got into the rules section, man, I just lost. Yeah, I'm a rules guy. And having that many choices confuses me. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, when they started really getting deep into the rules, I just start zoning out. I'll sit you down. I'll explain Star Wars to you in detail in five minutes, but I don't know about five billion choices. What do you think, Bruce? Too complicated, or nope. just not complicated enough for you? Not co- as long as there's they don't, uh, if they get rid of the button, it'll be a perfect game. You know what I think, though? <laughs> if you give people thousands and thousands of choices, they're still going to find the two that are the strongest and keep doing them. Yes, of course, just like they do with. Uh... So With then you're the, just wasting coding time. Uh, supposedly they're not. They're gonna. Everything's gonna be evened out. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the anti. It's the anti Game of Thrones. Game of that's, Thrones. They bring that up over and over, where you pick like one one of two different houses, and that's it. Nope, not on this one. It's all gonna be super balanced. The anti Game of Thrones. Yeah. So people don't pick one or two or three houses. To, you know, to keep on going. I'm already upset. <laughs> so. We are getting one at Pioneers, though, so I'll be playing it plenty. The mutants will be on it. Nice. Yeah, it's supposed to be more balanced. And if you're playing a multiplayer game, you can't pick the same character. Yeah, Ooh. that part I do like. So player one might have an advantage. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what else we got here? Oh, there was new code for Batman 66. Is it me, or do they seem to be coming out very frequently now? Yeah, yeah, I think they, they they're finally, tuition. they're really knocking them out, I think, which is good. I haven't got to play it as much as I would like, but it's certainly an improvement. I like that you can continue modes and the, the mode values have more shots. It's not just as much about multi-ball. And I've, I've seen that there's some ways to really make it exponential, which is cool. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy. Official toppers are now available from Stern Retailers. Is it a Groot? Ooh. Is it a Groot topper? Let's see. Uh, it says, click here for pictures. Let's see what it looks like. 
No, it's just uh, like hmm. the one from four months ago. Yeah, it's. I hope it lights up or something. It's. It's just the character is like in black silhouette. It doesn't. I'm. I'm confident that Timmy and crew are gonna really progress that game because I think it's got a good platform to be awesome, and I like what I see from it so far. They just need to get us to do something other than Groot, and then it's going to have a fun play field. I, I really enjoy the, the layout enough that I think it has a lot of potential. We're assuming Tim's going to be on the Guardians team. He may not. He might just go right for number one. Could be the next game. Well, he did mention the one in that, that little clip he sent, if you noticed. He did. You I caught did on to that. that. Yeah, the one. Yes, I did. And the one emailed me. Oh, oh? okay. Oh. oh. He asked me, what days do we record? Mm. Ooh, saucy info. Yes, so maybe we'll, we'll get I'll the one it, on. I'll put it this way. At this current moment, I'm ranked 98th, and by the time this releases, I won't be anymore. Oh, my. I'm in the 400s again. Congratulations. Oh, is that very good? Have you gone up? I'm or sliding. Gone up? I'm sliding, oh, sliding Okay, I'm congratulating you. How many you. points did you get for uh, the pre-tournament at Buffalo that you crushed us all at, Bruce? 14. Oh, that's not bad. Nope, not bad at all. I was very happy with it. For an upstate, that was pretty good besides, you I, know, of course. I got to say, a lot of my New York City brethren and sisters were skeptical of going all that distance to just play in a, you know, two days worth of pinball. But I really enjoyed Game On Land. They had great games, and they did a good job. The Buffalo guys really did good. Congrats yes, to, they did. to Nick and Kevin. They did, and uh, Jamie does a great job keeping those games up to snuff. Now I'm just trying to figure out how to get the $7 in credits I have on that. Um, pay system to somebody else. <laughs> when you get back, when you come back, because they'll yeah. probably have that system. Probably, I bet you at the BPSO. Oh yeah, you're, that's right. The BPSO, Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. Oh, let me say, I am flying to Buffalo from now on. I'm driving to Rochester this weekend, but flying to Buffalo was worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get direct flights, so yeah, that's the easy thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Rochester. What's your yep, question? Well, we have for? we have direct flights to JFK, LaGuardia, and uh, Newark. So easy. Yeah, I've, I'd never step foot in Newark. So. Oh, wow! Sometimes it's cheaper. I used to fly to New York City to go into Newark. I used to sometimes go into Islip. Well, here, here's here's a good um, airport story. When Tim went for his interview, the tickets he had were from LaGuardia to Chicago. So he rented a vehicle through IBM, his, you know, his employer at the time. Ooh, scandalous. Yeah, well, no, no, he paid for it, but he rented it through whatever. He rented it, drove down to LaGuardia, one-way rental, because it was cheaper than paying for parking there. Wow. So. Oh, my. Yeah. That is wild. Oh, my. So that's it for news, really. I don't have much more. Wait, what about, what about the other new game? Isn't there one missing? Is there one missing? A certain totally nuclear... That's not... That's been out forever. But but everybody's talking about it right now. Yeah, everyone is talking like about it. They have a huge hit on their hands with total nuclear annihilation. I think that's coming increasingly apparent. I think they've already yeah. at least committed to sell more of these than Spooky has in any of their other games. Good for them, and good for Scott. That's very much so. I was congratulating him the other day and seeing what I could do like to get some translates signed if and when I get my hands on some. If we ever have one in New York City, I'd love to do a launch. I, uh, I, in the first one to admit, looking at the play field and the price, I was skeptical in the beginning. It looked like it was way too expensive for what we were getting. And 
watching the videos. I am intrigued. I'm hungry to play it. It looks awesome. It looks fun. And I have shifted and tried to convince the owner of Sunshine and uh, Al, the guy that owns a lot of the games in New York City, to both buy one. And I'm hoping we get at least one because it, it looks awesome. It is awesome. I've played it. And I'll give a shout-out to uh, Carl D'Angelo, one of our, former, yeah, one of our former guests, Ooh. at uh, IE Pinball. Go to twitch.tv slash IE Pinball, and you can watch. He will be streaming Total Nuclear Annihilation um, almost every day, every it seems, day. until he blows up reactor number nine. And um, that would be the first to do it because I asked Scott directly the other day when I was chatting with him, has anyone done it? And he said, no, Bowen was the closest the other day. So if Carl gets there, he will be the first. And the stream is the quality you would expect. Oh, the best God. quality ever. The best quality. Yeah. Basically, direct hey, feed baby. direct feed of the video, direct feed of the sound. So honestly, what I did, I played the stream on my home theater system and cranked up the volume. Now I want a TNA, I have oh, yeah. to say. <laughs> the one time I got to work in the commentary booth on Carl's stuff was uh, Nationals in Vegas. What was that, two years ago? And it was just a treat. I mean, he had the, the easy click to bring up the players' rankings, best tournament history, faces, pictures. You could do the little squiggly lines like you're, like you're Madden. And this was back before everybody else was doing that stuff. And quality is just outstanding. The camera rig is it's perfect. And I will say, I'll do a 180 on this. I now have no issues with the remastered sound. Oh, so you did a 180 flip. I did a 180 flip. After putting it on my uh, my stereo system and cranking that Carl stream, listening to that, got, got no problems with it. There's so many cool tunes on that game. It's ridiculous. I agree. So what's the what's the rules on that? I haven't I've watched it and I think I understand. Like okay, you here you go. Shoot. Here are the rules. Ready? This this is the greatest rule set ever. This is why I love it. Basically, what it is is there's three targets that are composed the grid grid of nine inserts. So you got to complete the grid. Once you complete the grid, the reactor is ready. You hit the scoop, turns the reactor on. You go up to that top area and just hit stuff. And it to will bring 100? to 100. It'll bring the reactor critical, which will then light one one of a few, depending on where you are, random shots. It increases. Like the first reactor will just be one random shot. Then as it gets harder, it'll be two, three, four. Then you have right. to hit like them pop all. Pop bumper on the right. Yeah. You have to hit them to blow up the reactor. And the other only other thing really is the multi-ball, which is you lock two balls and you hit the drop target, releases three of them, and then you try to do the other stuff, usually. But there, there is jackpots, which is the same shot. You just hit it, set jackpot, double jackpot, triple jackpot, and then a super jackpot. From what I gathered, the multi-ball, you want to use it to destroy reactors. Yes, and they do the old school rule where everything is, if you have two balls in play, it's double. Three balls in play, triple. Oh, and, and reactor if you get value. A, if you get a super jackpot, you get an add a ball, so you get 4x. So you get 4x the reactor value. Plus the reactor value can be built up with that upper section by hitting the one, two, three targets, which I did not realize. The thing about the multi-ball that seemed cool too was you get these long ball saves and the lock mechanism is hittable from both a backhand and a forehand and it's a really cool mechanism. So just the idea of it being an old school style game with just a couple of bumpers and a, a, top, or, a top area, the multi-ball has actually got a lot of depth to it too. 
and the multi-balls usually don't last long. <laughs> Give Carl's stream a, a look there. Check it out. You'll, you'll probably want to buy a TNA after watching his stream. He also doesn't suck at pinball the last time I ever yes, watched. Yes, that's another good thing. Yeah, you can watch someone who's good at it. So don't, don't think it's like, oh, it looks like I can be on it. As long as him, you probably won't be. Oh, and he had Tilt Cam. Tilt Cam was active. So, uh, yes. I, I love Tilt Yes. Cam. I love Tilt Cam. Oh, the Tilt Bob is on camera? Yeah. Yes. Wow, so when he gets really a warning, is. he just he can look back like, is it still going? Okay, it stopped. Now I can go. That's a All whole right. other depth of like analyzation because it's like, wait, what did my slap save do to the Tilt Bob? What did my nudge do to the Tilt Bob? Like, that's, that's deep. Yep. So let's see. What do we want to do next, Bruce? Totally annihilate. Totally annihilate. Nuclearly. Maybe maybe we can do that. Maybe we should get to the, the ball bag early. Ooh, we can go to the ball bag. Okay, let's get to the ball bag. Okay, I got to limber up for this one. Got a lot in there. Yeah. First, I have to say, uh, I have to uh, comment, the one who was giving us the beer, Mr. Peck. Yeah, Peck. He's the one that actually guessed our song, our theme song in the beginning. The first one, remember when you asked who? Yeah, and he said, what do I win? What do you win? You win the buy. You get to buy us more beer. <laughs> you get to buy us more beer. Okay. I'll buy him a beer. There you go. I'll send David a beer. <clears throat> yes. Dale's Pale Ale on the way to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're we're gonna start this ball bag off. This this one. I just. Uh, uh, I'm almost. You don't get aggravated with many people, Ron. No. And this one... No. This 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 is. This is pin side level stupidity. Uh, I just, yes, I, I don't. Uh, okay, here, here's the deal. Let's 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 give a background here. The Twippy Awards. Remember, remember the Twippy Awards, Bruce. Oh yeah, I remember. Remember that we, what you said about the Twippy Awards? How you really wanted to win? No, actually, I did not no, no, you didn't say that at all. What did you say? I said, don't vote for us. Hmm. Yeah, and then, then I like would like, oh, really, Bruce? Come on, don't you want people to vote for us? And that <laughs> was I that, say, yeah. no, because yeah, I, I don't like popularity contests. Yeah. And then, and then, what? Who? Who did I say I voted for when I was on the Head to Head podcast? Who? Who did I say I voted for for top podcast? Head. Yeah, Head to Head. I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I That's said just, also. Just, just, just sitting that 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 background there. Okay, it's, it's in there. Okay, got, okay. Got okay. you got that background. Okay. Very humble, very humble. Okay. Now, the winner of this year's Twippy Award was Canada's Pinball Podcast. When have we ever said mentioned this podcast on, on the air before? Uh, I mentioned it in episode three. You did? When he, yes, I did. One time, and I said he congratulated us on having a new podcast. Oh. That is the only time we have ever wow. said So we really it. were dicks then. Yes, we 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 were dicks. It, it, admittedly, we we didn't mention it. Nope. And it was we thought it would be a funny little bit because that's what it we do. It's all about fun and, and comedy. I have nothing personal against Chris, Mister Canada. And to be um, for full disclosure, I was one of probably his earliest listeners when he first started doing podcasts. I found him very entertaining. I especially loved his uh, interview episodes. His interview episodes were excellent. I highly recommend any of his interviews. But he would also have episodes where he would basically just personally attack people, usually pinside people. That was like, okay. And then he would have other podcasts where he would just go batshit crazy to the point where like, is this dude okay? Does he need help? And that's kind of when I stopped listening. I was invited to play as Magic Girl once. Oh, did really? Did, did you? Yeah. 
Never followed up. Oh, fail. He made fun of my league once, holding it over. <laughs> so, just on behalf of myself, I will personally congratulate Kaneda for winning the 2017 Twippy Award for Best Podcast. Because that is the gold standard of all pinball podcasts. Okay, just Bruce being a dick, but uh, but Bruce, <laughs> Bruce is always a dick. But uh, seriously, go check him out. You can decide for yourself. But we found out that, man, he's got some really loyal listeners. Really loyal listeners. And we're reading him out. Because uh, <laughs> we got a letter. We got a letter. Yeah. We got an email. And from, from, from and, and a Facebook post. But we'll do it. We'll do it. The email is a little less graphic here. No, I want the full one. Well, no. We'll, we'll, I'll do the Facebook one. But first. Okay. NC17, baby. <laughs> but yep. first, he sent us an email. And we're not going to say his name. He's now a former, former listener, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. God. Yes. Sorry. So I just heard your Twippies recap, and you failed to mention the winner of the best podcast of 2017, which was Canada. Instead, you make light of it. If you had won, you would have certainly mentioned it. I can't believe you guys would do that. I have removed your feed from all my devices and will not listen again. I thought pause, you had. Pause. Pause. Oh, okay. Yes! Okay, go ahead, continue. I thought you had more class than what you showed. Okay. I'm like school okay. on oh, Sunday. Oh, okay, Bruce. No Bruce, class. Bruce, what, what <laughs> clip do we usually start out the show with? I know, fucking Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. I mean, they are the very definitions of class. Yes. Look, if, you, if you guys had class, you would not have asked me to replace Tim. We wouldn't have had Tim if we had class. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Come on, he I'm calls smooth, himself Tim Balls. You're like Classy Freddy Glassy. Twice in one, <laughs> one, two, in one month. I like that. And he uh, obviously didn't feel sending the email was enough. No, so he felt no, the need to be no. more public and posted on our Facebook, which he went off a little bit more. Now, I'm going to read this in, um, in the voice of Hank Hill. Nice. You're so good Cause, at this. Because what the hell? All right. Or it could be Tom Anderson if you're thinking Beavis and Butthead. So you guys get all butthurt about the Twippies and can't even mention the winner for podcast of the year? That shows your character. And I can't support your podcast or any social media you produce. I have unsubscribed to your podcast on all my devices, and it's a shame. I thought you had more self-respect. I'll tell you what. I added the I'll tell you what at the end, but... Holy fuck. That's like... <laughs> I mean, wow! We I mean, might as well just close up shop now, right? I know. I, I, we're down now to thirty-eight listeners because we well, lost another one. Literally, you because we don't mention another podcast. You literally get. I mean, and this guy was pissed. You get pissed to the point where it's like, I am unsubscribing from you. And oh wait, oh but wait a sec. Other podcasts also did the same thing, which I'm not calling out, not saying anything. But other podcasts did the same thing. So guess what? In my words, go fuck off, as, as Bruce would say. So, so um, if if you see me at a show, Mister Mr., um, Unsubscriber, please don't hit me. It was Bruce that said that. I I, I yeah, kept I'll it. Be, up. Come come try to hit me. I'll laugh. Yeah, he, he, he well, Bruce is a pretty strong guy. You should have seen him deadlift the cheetah out of my car. It's quite Ooh, impressive. Yes. Yeah, pinball machines, especially that that uh that age, get get him all excited. It gets him the the extra strength. You got it. And and I'll tell you what, Bruce, to, to to continue on this this rant, if you will. Oh, let's go for it, baby. Let's go home. I was going to um, check out the new um, iTunes, the the new stat stuff that they've 
that they put oh, in. Oh yes, yeah. Which which really is quite useless because it only works if they're using Apple iTunes. devices and the newest version. So it shows you almost nothing. But while I was in there, because because usually when I I don't go to our iTunes site, I don't look at our reviews. You do more than I do. I have and months. I, and I I noticed we have seventeen reviews, right? Oh boy, here we go. And and like drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> fourteen of them are positive, and three of them are negative. Good. And the thing I find funny is there, there are five stars. So the total of five stars you can get, right? And mm-hmm. like for the ones that liked us, it's like 13 of them were five stars and one okay. of them was four stars. Like, okay. wow, they really like us. Guess what the three people who didn't like us gave us? Ones. Exactly. So literally either we are really good or we are the worst podcast ever made. Fuck yeah. You're the Uber drivers of pinball podcast. We are. I uh, know we're Lyft. We're worse. But it's we're like, Lyft. do oh, people God. understand the star system? No, they don't. I mean, one was like, you're boring as fuck. That was the, that was the original one. one. That was like yes. the first one we ever had. And you know, honestly, I won't. We were. We were. Um, the, se- the second one was just like, you know, they talk about the same stuff every week. Like, well... It's kind of a weekly podcast, and it's pinball. It's kind of tough to talk about completely different things, but wh- whatever. Uh-huh. The third one was a tournament hater. So those are talk about is tournaments. Boy, I think another another person who goes to tournaments and talked about it on another podcast, which I do like, the Eclectic Gamers podcast. Steve Bowden was on there. Hi, Steve from a bonus. He mentioned the funny joke about nobody wants to listen to tournaments. Guess what? A lot of our people who listen to us like it. So, And we tried it. We tried to mix it up. <clears throat> Empirical evidence would show that tournaments are gaining popularity. No, yes. they're not. No, no. IFPA is smaller than ever. They're yes. shrinking. Pinberg only sells out in 17 minutes now. Only 17 yeah, minutes. How about the 24-hour tournament? That sells out in two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, I'm literally sweating that one because I'm, I'm sick to my stomach thinking I might not get in. But yes, but that means nothing. Come on, because who wants to talk about tournaments? Now people are going about, uh, why are they talking about, ba- why are they bashing listeners? We're not bashing listeners, just because just these people aren't listeners anymore. <laughs> but it's like, if you're going to hate us, one star, I mean, literally one star is something you give to like, literally the worst podcast. Like, if you could barely hear what we were saying or had the worst audio quality and the content was complete shit, I could see that. That this this is why I just don't read any of the stuff because it's just the stupidity of it is just nine, like crazy. Ninety nine percent of our listeners get what we do and enjoy what we do. Yeah, that's what matters. You know me. what they say, gentlemen? Bad publicity yeah. is still good publicity. And the way I look at it is this: guess what? You can't please anyone, so guess what? Don't try. The truth is, the truth is, is like all things aside, obviously all three of us would be happy for Canada. He's a nice enough guy. There's no, no qualms with him personally. I have no qualms with him. I've never met the gentleman in my life. Congratulations on winning. Yeah. Do I think he's the best podcast? No. But people have voted. Are we going to be back next week? Not closing up shop over that email? No, we're not. Oh, oh no. It is where we just go. For, we, we, add, I was worried. we add coal to the boiler. Make Coal to the boiler, and you can't please. I think you said you can't please anyone before instead of everyone. I'll have Any- to listen to that back, but that could be another Bruceism. Remember, you can't please anyone. You can't please anyone. <laughs> 
This is from Tim Leonard. Hi, guys. Hi, Tim. Long time, and this not Tim Balls, Tim Leonard. What's up, Long time listener and proud first time contributor to the STP mailball bag. As a former, unfortunately, oh, he wants it back, World Poker Tour owner and still big fan of the game, I wanted to respond to your questioning the need or value of shooting the drop targets while playing it. Yeah! Here we go. He's going to tell us. I suppose that in a tournament situation, the risk of losing ball control would prevent the typical player from purposely shooting for any of the 16 drop targets the vast majority of the time. However, if you're playing World Poker Tour in a less competitive environment or looking to experience its full gameplay and deep code features, then having the ability to pick off specific drop targets in order to complete the center playfield five-card poker hand inserts ladder is a joy. Not only is it a blast to do, but it also rewards you with Poker Hands Multiball and completes one of the required elements to qualify for the vaunted World Poker Tour World Championship achievement. Knocking down drop targets is also essential to scoring big points on the Know Your Outs and Chip in a Chair Poker Corner modes. Well, what do you know? Yeah, I mean, I kind of love that email because... I do shoot the drop targets on those modes uh, in certain situations, but we used to have a little bit of a side bet game that we would play at my buddy's house, Steve Marsh. He owned a very nice World Poker Tour in his apartment in Manhattan, and um, we would have side bets for who could get the most of those hands in the middle from the drop targets, and the way to do it would be kind of go for like a baseball shot. You want to ricochet right, center, left. And uh, the recovery and the accuracy on those ricochets was key, and it was super fun and a really good way to play the game for fun. And I couldn't agree with the, with this email more. Finally, my buddies and I used to enjoy playing a fun variation of World Poker Tour in which the sole objective was to complete more poker hands than your opponent, and gunning down drop targets effectively was critical to winning this. I was fortunate to purchase a nice World Poker Tour game a few years ago from friend of the show, Raymond Davidson himself. Hi, Raymond. Hi, Raymond. Ooh, world champion World Poker Tour. And I regret eventually having to sell it, as not only does it have a typically Keith Johnson rule set, but I love the theme, and World Poker Tour does a great job of integrating it into challenging, multi-optional gameplay. Best Tim Leonard. Thanks, Tim. That was a great letter. Thank you. That was, that was very awesome. well written. I thought, I thought that was a Steph letter for a second. Yeah, I share his experience. Yes, World Poker Tour rocks, but we do have one at the bar now, and you both know it. Is it in the main tournament this weekend? It will be. It is one of the 20 games. It's a Darth Balls. It's a Darth Balls World Poker Tour. Oh, you have Timmy's. Timmer. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan bought it, and uh, he let me use it at the bar, so... So I, I actually have the luxury of saying I played your World Poker Tour before you did because Timmy got it from Al. It was at Pioneer's Bar. I played home matches there. We have another email. This one's from Scott because Scott has to correct you. I love this. I don't know. I, it doesn't seem right. Now, Bruce, you said that on Quicksilver, mm-hmm. well, say, say what you said, what the issue was. Once you get all the Quicksilver letters, you get – and you take the drop targets down one more time, you get 75,000 K in bonus. And I thought that you get five, if you get multipliers, it multiplies that 75 K. But according to Scott, do you mean the extra bonus 75 K in the center? That's never multiplied. Just like nine balls, extra bonus isn't. Well, we need to fix that then. Yeah, I do agree with that. It needs to be fixed. Scott, get on it. You have a quicksilver at the bar. 
I do have Quicksilver at the bar. It's from one runs. I know I can count on you, Bruce. And it has uh, the enhanced ROM set. It does. The enhanced ROM set. What does that do? Uh, it's, what, what does it do again? What did we do? It, 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 it kills all the multipliers. It resets the multipliers. Yep, that's right. Oh, so it doesn't carry over. So ball one has less weight. Yes. yes. Making also, it better for a tournament. Mm-hmm. And also uh, different sounds for spinners and non-spinners. What it's at one, uh, f- one it... Flopped them. Because the, the nice deep hum sound, like, like on Stargazer when you light the spinner and hit it, on Quicksilver, that's the default spinner sound. And when you light the spinner and hit it, you get like more of a regular spinner sound, I would call. And I just thought that was ass backwards. I think my favorite thing about Quicksilver, it obviously is a brutal game at times, but also very fun and skill intensive. I, I remember playing it specifically at three major tournaments, Papa Classics, PPO, and MAGFest one year. And I recall playing each and every single time differently to get a good score. And that's the virtue of a great game when you have to play it differently based on the way it's set up and there are different ways to score on it you could shats on certain ones you rip the spinners on others you shoot the targets and try to go for the hole you know there's all kinds of way to play that game it's great i'm more than willing to buy you out on it uh bruce if you ever no no i had to get it out of my house i was getting way too addicted to it that's why i, yeah, I, I told you you gotta, you gotta get out of here gotta get out of here before it's too late and you're making money on it too now Oh, I am? Cool. You're 50, you're 50% of my uh, the cut. I keep forgetting. Ooh. Let's get done with the ball ba- mail ball bag. Then I have a special announcement to make about this weekend's tournament. Ooh, okay. So we have the Pinball Princess. Yay. Wow, Bruce. Weekly okay. Dose of NyQuil <laughs> is the title of the That thing. is what it is. All right. Dear Ron and Bruce. I would like to say that I, for one, enjoy the previous episode of the podcast. If the content you're producing is jumping the shark or diving under it, then by all means continue to leap over any copies of Baywatch that you come across, or dive under pool sharks, or whatever the hell it is you're doing. I find all of your episodes entertaining, but it's been a while since I laughed as hard as I did the last episode. Sack's assessment of games are razor-sharp, concise strikes of judgment that rain absolute mayhem down upon any semblance of order in pinball opinion, and watching or hearing the fallout from those unexpected strikes is hysterical. The immediate and unabashed shows of disdain for beloved classics like Creature from the Black Lagoon and High Speed, in addition to possibly generating some hate mail, were thought-provoking as trying to wrap your head around someone hating a loved game that requires some unorthodox thinking. The jarring nature of these opinions can be distracting, though, too. I had to play a stern Spider-Man shortly after listening to the first half of the podcast, and I would not be surprised if my poor score was partly due to the fact that I still had Zach's unceremonious Spider-Man sucks introduction ringing in my head, making me laugh all over again. Given how Zach actually speaks, I'm not sure if adding the exclamation point was the right call. For Stomp West side tournament, I have a few guesses as to what the side tournament game could be. Stars. Ooh, she no, she picked. <laughs> this is perfect. That's what I want to talk about. So this is the perfect thing. Obvious choice with the current lineup, I think, would be Stargazer, since the game is a big draw and the copy at the Silver Ball Saloon plays like a dream. I look forward to getting to play it one way or another in March. There is another game though I would love to see as the side tournament. Actually, I would love to see the game. Period. I think it would be a great addition to the bar, but it's not like I'm biased towards any particular old stern or anything. 
there's no way anyone knows which four-flippered Oceanic 1980s Stern I'm talking about here. Whether this game is there or not, I look forward to seeing which games we'll be playing at Stomp West. I will refrain from asking my usual newbie tech questions from last episode. Amazingly, I managed to follow along during the entirety of the repair segment. However, there were a few jokes that went completely over my head. Again, wishing half the field luck in the Upstate Finals, player 31915, and P.S. shout-out to player 164. And player 164 is... Robert Byers. So that empties out the mail ball bag. So what was going to be your wonderful announcement? What is the... Now, luckily... I am not running the side tournament this weekend. There is a side tournament at the Silver Ball Saloon during the Upstate Finals for all 16 players in the Upstate Finals and anybody else who wants to come and watch and play. And it's for a good cause. For great causes for uh, Project Pinball. I am going to donate the whole coin drop, and Howard's donating half of the entry fee to Project Pinball, and then the other half will go to the winners of the prize pool for the first and second place. Hopefully they have good morals and donate it to Project Pinball also. I know if I win any money, I'll donate it. Same with me. I'm already donating the coin drop, but I feel like it should go all to Project Pinball. The game, and we will be using this game also in the tournament, but it cannot oh be double dipped. And the game stars. Yeah, it's going to make it fast and brutal, baby. That's more like it. Fast and brutal for some stars pain you know so, that stars generates money it does and i'm gonna you pull see it out line at papa classics oh boy oh yeah. oh yeah so i'll be pulling it out of the main lineup putting it on the side so it's easier for people to <laughs> you said pull it out, out. <laughs> yeah. no stop it we're supposed to be mature i know nothing i know stuff. nothing about pulling out honestly oh my scored <laughs> come on we read a letter i read a, i read a thing as Hank Hill. I mean, I know how classy are we. So, what do we want to do next? Do we want to do face-off, or do we want to do repairs? Repairs. Hey, repairs. Before, we, before we move on, quick question to both of you, and I don't mind what the answer is. In a high-score tournament on Stars, are you going for Stars bonus, or are you going for Rip the Spinner? Mm, it depends on the rule set, too, what the setting is on the... Yes. If you complete, like, originally... It depends on playing. Yeah, that too, that, that, too. I mean, this, the safe way is the bonus. Yeah. Trying to, you know, alley pass get and, and get the 2x at least and do that. Um, the spinner strategy, see, this is why I, I actually enabled the 100k shot on mine. It just. Oh, I assumed I assumed Bruce's was turned off. And mine will have one. It will only have one, one special per game. No, one special per ball. Per ball. Per ball. Okay. So 100k. Yeah, per ball because it, at least it gives you a chance. A, a chance if someone's way behind, it's it's kind of more dangerous, but it would give you a shot to make some of that back. I feel I th- I think it's better for you know multiplayer situation to have that on. I'm sure Scott will send hate mail. Yes, he will. My strategy actually lately has been not doing the right spinner. Mine's been the left spinner. Ooh, what? Oh my! Wait, listen. I- Listen. Yeah, I'm listening. You, you take the two drop targets down on one bank. Lights it. You take the other drop target down on the other bank. You then light that one spinner for 1K per spin. Yeah, but you can't hit it as hard, and it's way harder oh, to hit. Oh, you can. You can. 
Well, if you're Bruce, you can. But if you're me, you can't. Yep. And if you miss it and you hit a drop target, you get your double bonus anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. I like strategies that make take advantage of your misses. I definitely appreciate that. Yes. Um, I'll give mine, and it would be that if the special is set to once per ball, I would only hunt the special once I was already at three or four, and I wouldn't get too cute otherwise. Yes. But in match play, if I'm trying to get a first or second place, I'm shatzing and shooting for double bonus. But if I'm going for a high score, I might start thinking about ripping spinners and going for the special. I agree. So your side tournament's going to be top four scores out of top. qualifying, move on yep. to a final? Yep, and then the top two take money. So I will be there. I will say that I'll probably go for special and qualifying. And then once we get to the final four, if I'm lucky enough to make it, if I play well, I'll probably go for shatzing and double bonus. Yep. So anyone can come and play that during the tournament. Yeah, so you don't have to be in the tournament. Else. You don't have to be in the tournament. You can come and play and donate. We love to see that. And uh, uh, hint to everyone, we're going to have some newscasts hopefully coming there and taking pictures and media coverage. Media coverage. Media coverage. Oh I've learned from the best, Mr. Kevin Manny. Stern Army location. Is is the Silver Ball Saloon a Stern Army location? It is a it is a Stern Army location. Oh my, we're gonna have to take a Stern Army affiliated picture together. Yes, and I'm gonna have to. Uh, hopefully, we get our dog tagging soon. Maybe we can print out like a paper cutout of Timmy. There you go. I'm coming up with uh with my teammate Balberto Santana. Yes, you are. He's qualified. Is it weird if we if we touch the paper cut out of Tim? Well, you can touch it all you want. That's gonna. That's really weird. That's why I asked. Touch me, touch me. I want to feel your body. Oh, oh, just no, no. Um, repairs. Oh, I got a whole shitload. I got to work on the cheetah finally. I love cheetah. Oh. Who doesn't love cheetah? If we're at Rock Fantasy and one of the old games is Cheetah, you know that's what I'm picking. Mm-hmm. So, first, the simpler stuff. Well, it turned out to not be simple. The Cheetah Backlass had, like, the vendor sticker on it. So getting that off and getting all the glue off, that was actually easy. But then the Playfield Glass had, like, the tape on it. And, man, that did not want to come off. I had to goo on it, scrape it. Man, it was a pain in the ass getting that off. That, that was just the start. Got the head off the cabin. It replaced the power cord. So now we're grounded. That's a good thing. Ooh. Oh, bite me. Just vacuumed out the inside of the cabinet. Pretty good shape. I glued the one part that was separating in the back of the, uh, the pedestal. What else did I do? Oh, I replaced the cabinet switches. And it had something happen that I've never had happen before. When I'm replacing the second one, I have it in place, and I'm kind of adjusting the feel of the flipper button. <laughs> See, so there's another good yeah, reason yeah, that's, yeah. That to have leaf switches, because you can make the flipper buttons it feel exactly the way you want them. That's that's one of the things I, I like. So I'm I'm fooling around with that, and I'm slapping the the button over and over, and oh. the friggin' and the friggin' switch contact falls off. Oh yeah, huh? yeah, of a brand, brand new switch. Yep. Never had that Bizarre. before. That's like, weird. Hitting it and it just, boop, fell right off. Like, son of a bitch. Now, I hadn't soldered it in yet. That was the positive thing. But that was annoying. I can imagine. Then I went to work on the play field. 
I rebuilt one of the three banks, and then I took a look at the friggin' light plate. The grid of 12 lights that sits in front of the one target bank. And as expected, my plate is pretty much wasted. Like every socket turns. Mm-hmm. So none of the lights are going to work right. So what is a person to do? Get rid of the whole thing and make just put a just put angle ones in there. You can't really. It's just not enough room. I know the metal. I know the wood just in not there. Not enough the room. However, I was thinking. You know, this grid looks a lot like the big game grid. It does. It does. So I still have the big game. You know, the ones I took out when I replaced the when I replaced the the lighting plates with the the new PCB ones. So I take it out. I, I I still have them. I fit it, and guess what? It lines up. So hallelujah. So I'm not going to use that to replace it. What I did, I put an order in for more of the PCBs, and I'm going to use that to do nine of them, and then the other three I'm going to use regular sockets. There you go. And it's going to be an extremely tight fit, but I believe I can get it in there. And I got to run. You said tight. I said tight. You can do it. Greg's fitting right in here. I could run the um, the common from one of the other lighting areas in there to get the uh, to get the other three. So I think I think I can get it to work. And and with the other the the lights in the center of Cheetah that go down the center, that's another lighting board. That I might just take the the board out and replace them with individual sockets. That's there's plenty of room. That way I never have to screw with it or worry about it ever again. And then I went to work on the five bank target, which I'm a veteran of this, having a nine ball. This is basically a smaller version of the same mech. One of the targets was sheared off and still inside. I ended up, I had a spare target that I must have, I don't know where I got it from, but when I put it in, it was shorter than the other targets. So it had to be one of the repros. Huh. It's one of those pinball resource repros that's a little bit shorter. So I can't have that. So I had to replace it. Now, when you say shorter, you mean like visually shorter? Yes, like the from target the is diet, actually or? shorter. Like when the targets all to, sit. Do you have to look closely? Or, nope. or is it? Nope. If you put all the targets down, one target is like an eighth of an inch shorter than the other ones. Oh, that, yeah, that's not good. No, because it's not flush with the play field, so you can get pot, you know, wear there, and it just yeah, and and it just that's looks wrong. yeah, and that's another reason. Like you can get brand new one through five targets, but they're going to be shorter, so you're going to have to use a shim to make them sit up more, and they're a harder plastic and they brick more. And for me, playability is more important than bricks. than the visual awesomeness. Yeah, so it's gonna. It's going to look like ass, but it's going to play like a dream. Most important thing possible. Mm -hmm. Bricks anger me. I hate bricks. So, let's see. I think that's it for me. How's the Dragon Fist coming along, Bruce? Uh, Well, I worked on it with Zach this week. Went over his house and worked on it. We did some light sockets. The flippers are a little weird on that thing. When I'm trying to hit the right spin, the cock spinner, as we like to call it. (laughs) That's only on mine. I'll have to find one and replace it and beat your spins. When you're hitting the spinner shot, it seems like the flipper dies a little bit. Everything's replaced on it except for the coil. So the only thing I can think of is maybe it's got a burn spot in the inside of the coil. So I'm replacing that coil. Got Tim's uh, World Poker Tour. 
And it only took two days till it majorly broke. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the right Timmy sent you a lemon? Nope. Didn't send me a lemon because oh. it's not his anymore. Ryan bought it. He bought it. Ryan bought it from Tim. And two days later, when on location, the whole right ramp blew apart. The welds broke, which is a okay. known common issue. That's workable, though. I pulled it out. I had it fixed the next day and re-welded back up and put it back in the machine, and that works. And then uh, one of the drop targets kept on doing like three or four, excuse me, three or four uh, resets when it was trying to reset this to one bank. And unfortunately, Stern rivets their uh, optos. And when you try to drill out the rivets, what do you think you do to the board? Ruin it? You destroy it. You got it. So we had to get one of those boards. Uh, what else did I repair this week? Uh, worked on Spider-Man a little bit for Eric, getting that one ready for the bar. <clears throat> and then uh, Quicksilver. I powered it up a couple days ago. And the soundboard, when you boot up an old Stern in the SB300 soundboards, which is the last version of soundboards, it chimes seven times. It goes bing... Bing, 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 all the way up to seven, showing the the flashes on the CPU. Well, when I started turning on the machine, it would just have a nice in the background while it was trying to do the chimes. And it would, when it booted up finally, the whole soundboard's going. So, luckily, I had to go grab the soundboard out of the nine ball and uh, replace it. And now I have to go order some. Stuff from Weebly. I got to order a couple CPU boards and the soundboard. Think maybe just recap it, it'll fix it? Already done. Didn't do anything. Bummer. Yeah, so repairing the board's like 80 bucks, or a brand new one from Weebly is 130 And since I already have to order Weebly for uh, two CPU boards, I'm going for the whole Monty and just go, go for it Monty, all. Oh, my. So I'll <laughs> use my... I Right now, a Stargazer has a... Uh, an Alltech CPU board in it, so I'll take that one out, order a, one for a Stargazer, then Ron can give me the good round for Stargazer, and I'll use that Weebly instead, and then I'll put my Alltech into Future Spot, which is coming up, and then uh, what else do I have for repairs? Uh, coin jams, that kind of stuff. Uh, other than that, everything's been running pretty smooth. Props to you both for maintaining your games as well as you do, and also having the dedication to getting ROMs on, on the older games that you love so much to play even better for all of us. Luckily, Scott is the man yeah, for that. Th- thanks, Scott. Scott Bravo, C. Scott. Scott C. Even though we've said his last name before, I like Scott C. better. Yeah. It's like the man of international man of mystery and ROMs. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, you know, I, I know you guys are going to laugh at me for even bringing up Buck Rogers, but I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to learn how to fix games, but the thing hasn't had an issue with it yet. No matter how much I play it, nothing breaks. But uh, you heard it here for, first, folks. If you'd like to buy my book, Rogers, you can private message me about it. Yes, we, or you can message us, and we will forward it to Mr. Greg Pavarelli. It's a System 1, right? It is a boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Yes. They never break. Plays perfectly. Mm-hmm. I had one one bad, well, not bad, but I told you guys what I sold tonight. Well, I told Ron. Centaur has left the building. Oh, my. Oh, my. I I will say that as much as I love Centaur, it has always been a burden in my side as a tournament player. I don't know what it is about it. 
It's difficult to be consistent on it, especially when they take the rubbers out of the outlands so that you can't bump it back, which yes. which feels like it's a design of the game, but it makes sense that tournament directors take it out, and I don't blame them for it. But it's just it can be so brutal that even though I enjoy the game in casual play, as someone that com- competes more than I play casually, it's it's a game that's frustrating. I agree. But uh, I just wasn't enjoying it. It was it was at the house, you know. It's the first game that gave you instructions. It was. Challenge the orb feature. This guardian feature. Chamber orb feature. feature. Yeah. Orb, feature. orb feature. Shout out to one of your listeners, Ray Day. He actually showed me a cool strat at uh, the IFPA World Championships last year where he was shooting the, the captive ball thing on the left intentionally over and over again and racking up really good points for it. And I don't think I had ever seen someone do that in competition, but it works if you can uh, if you can do it. It depends on the game, yes, but it does work. It also works if you're accurate, as Raymond Davis says. Yeah, Ray Day's, Ray Day's not bad at pinball either. He's, he's okay, you know, I'll give him props, you, know, you know. I love Raymond, you know that. And right now I'm watching uh, some guy play a Total Nuclear Annihilation in uh, 4K. You should go in the chat and say, like, are you going to sell this one if you get to Reactor 9? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I because Iron Man, <laughs> I mean, you know, right now. You got do or die multi-ball. And it's like, boom, he sold it immediately. It's like, so you just, if you, because, well, not just getting to Reactor 9, he wants to blow up Reactor 9. So just getting to it is not enough. No, no matter how much I play Iron Man, I pride myself when I get a do or die, let alone trying for do or die multi-ball. It's, it's not an easy feat by any means. That game's awesome. And I'm super stoked to see that vault come back. But I feel like Total Nuclear Annihilation is probably another one of those where, like, setting your goal that high is probably going to be frustrating for a while. He's playing. He's really intense, so I'm going to see what he says. From a modern game, like, perspective, the fact that it's got an older layout, I love the fact that you can short plunge to your own benefit. If you can live catch it and backhand the lock shot, you can get a safe chance at multi-ball and then take advantage of that over and over again. That's totally my style of, like, safe, controlled play, efficiency, smart strategies. But, like, it feels like it's got depth of a newer game, but the layout in an older game. And it's super fun at the same time. The light show, the music, everything about it is appealing to me. So let's say hi to Carl. Hi, Carl. Oh. <laughs> We're watching right now. He's at 2.8. Kevin Denisi's there. I assume he's related. Yes. Well, Kevin so and Scott. Scott Denisi are watching the stream. Now, the weird thing is, I cannot get used to Carl. With, with, he's so skinny now. Yeah, I not mean, a bad oh, thing. Yeah, congrats to Carl. He really yeah, he just looks like, he looks incredible. Oh, oh my! Oh my! Oh, so let's see. Oh, the reactor is critical. It's critical. So you said, Ron. You said once you get it going, you get it back up top, get it to a hundred. Then the reactor is critical, and that's where the big points are. But if you're in multi-ball, three times is available for the for the reactor. Yes. Or four times if you got a super and you have the add a ball for four balls, which is a new new thing in the code. Carl, that's the other thing. Carl is running the beta code. And that's why probably one of the reasons Scott Denisi is watching all his streams because he is taking note of anything that happens. Because there are, I've noticed some things like where music will cut out depending on certain situations, just little things like that. And I'm sure he's probably looking at saying, oh. Sure destroyed. <laughs> that touches on the point that we made before about like companies watching great players play. It's so smart for Stern to have Keith and Zach, two of the best ever, bringing in somebody like Tim, having Lyman. You, you want people working for you that are able to actually figure this stuff out, and that's awesome. Well, they want good players. Why do they have Tim there? Oh! 
Well, You're I can't. Vegan. I'm not gonna brag and say I beat Tim in all the big situations like Bruce did. So I'm gonna step yes. back from this shit talk. Uh, shit talker. I was better than Tim for like three months of my life. So that. <laughs> uh, Tim is a great player, and so are you. You know, Greg. So we. Oh, I appreciate that. You ready for face off? Uh, I'm ready to get faced off. All right. The year is 1994. We have finally done what Bruce kept bitching about, and we have split up Bally and Williams and just coincidentally happened to get Bally and Williams as our two manufacturers. So let's look at the lineup. Ron has Williams, so he gets to choose from Demolition Man, The Flintstones, and Roadshow. Well, Bruce gets to go with Popeye, Corvette, The Shadow. And World Cup Soccer. So, since I won last time, I have to go first? Yeah. Because I have the disadvantage. Yes. <clears throat> All right, have... so I'm the judge here, gentlemen. Yeah, you're the, the judge. See, we're trying to convince you what is the better game. Okay, and I'm going based off of your input or my experience Both. as well? Both. Both, but, okay. you know, it, like if, if we sell it really well. Like to make you yeah. believe Popeye is the greatest game ever. Yes. If you get the Oscar. But not the Twippy. Not the Twippy. Because we'll get butt hurt if we don't get yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get butt hurt. And, you know, a gold standard will, will not be. You guys know how I feel about being butt hurt. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right. Uh, let's see. Hmm. What to pick first? I'm going to pick Francesco Favorite game, the Flintstones. Mm. Oh, oh man! One of, his actual favorite game was amongst them, but I, I love that you went with that one. Yes, the Flintstones, a Williams classic from the classic '90s era of Williams. And I just kind of repeat myself there. Innovative play field, fun shots. It has bowling in it. Who doesn't like bowling? It has the actual cast members from the show. Well, at least uh, was it Rick Moranis? Isn't it? Uh, when they can actually afford the, the people who were in the movie to do voice work, it has the, the cool shot there that comes around the, like the apron. It's got bowling pins. It's got cool artwork. It's got tolerable music, maybe. It's a, a classic of the an underrated game of the mid-90s era. It's a, it's a great game. It's awesome. It has... Great stuff. I'm running out of material, really. Um, I yield the floor. We're going for The Shadow. Excellent game. Excellent designer with the rules. Brian Eddy did both, which he knocked out of the park with. Off a great movie. Shadow rocks. I know a lot of people say, oh, the Shadow movie sucks. I actually love The Shadow. But you have all the goodness of Williams. You have great shots. You have great toys. Think about it. The magnet through the drop target to lock it in the, the sanctum. Totally ingenious. One of the greatest moves you see. Cabinet artwork with the gun. That gun, when you grab that gun, it feels truly like a real gun. The upper play field to defeat Khan. Great rules with multi-balls, with the Khan multi-ball. A lot of hidden secrets with uh, Peking Duck. And uh, the Mongol, and good video mode with dodging the, the Purbas. Great game overall. Good rule set. If you can get the the seven-way combo, more power to you. You can't beat this one. Great dots. 
great sound. I yield the floor. Oh, one more thing. It's got freaking what's his name from uh, uh, what's his name Tim from Curry. Uh, Tim Curry. Can't even beat that. I have in addition to the the face off. I think a, a new a new part of it we should do. Rebuttal period. We sell the games, and now I'm going to bring up negative stuff about your game, and you bring up negative stuff about my game. Okay. The okay, shadow is a maintenance nightmare. The plurvas are always broken, and that play field almost always did that. The little kicker almost always gets broken, gets stuck, doesn't work. There you go. I yield, I yield the floor. That's all I could come okay. up with. Okay, so mine is I don't want to play a kid's game with an inferior artwork of Rick Moranis and freaking Rosie O'Donnell on the freaking back glass. No, thank you very much. No way. Late, let me ask you guys a question. Is this the only one competition between the two of you as the face-off, or are there going to be more? Oh, we've done. We've done. No, I mean, is there more tonight, or is this just... Oh, yeah, well, there's three games. So three three games. Games. Three. So it's going to be the best out of three. Because yes. i got to say, this is a hard one, and I'm going to get into why. The Flintstones, I haven't had that much time on it, but I thoroughly enjoy it. The shots are fun. There's something that rings true every time I hit that shot. I could just hear Levy screaming, Bronto, baby. It just makes me want to crush that game it, it starts modes and the super jackpot's really challenging um it is a fun game it's a good theme there's parts of it that make me want to play it even more but the shadow at the same time has depth you can play it all kinds of ways you can go for kaylee combo which is basically the picard maneuver over and over again you could go for the upper play field and keep crushing that you can combo ramps you can go for the modes and get to the final battle it's such a good game that it's hard for me to pick against it and on this one only because there's such tournament playability and fun playability i'm gonna go with the shadow yes okay but it was tight that was tight that was a good that was a good matchup i had specific my specific thing that i love about shadow is it's (laughs) one of the only games you're allowed to player control trap a ball by using the diverter if you trap a ball in the right diverter you're allowed to keep it stuck there while you play did not know that yep all right, Bruce. Pulling out all the big guns. We're going with World Cup Soccer. Ooh. Francesco <laughs> LaRocco's actual favorite game. It is truly his actual favorite game. And Ron Hallett's one of his favorite games. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. It's really up there. Ramps galore. Total flow game. Good rules because... John Papaduke wasn't involved with the rules. It's a Larry DeMar gem. So we're good with that. Cool toys with the and great sound effects from your NBA All-Star, your NBA Jam guy. Goal! And great wizard mode. Hard, hard shots also with the, uh, the final draw shot. That, that can be a real pain in the ass. Get good strong flippers on it. You could do anything with that game. Not the deepest game in the world, but it is a good deep game and a great tournament game. People can go multiple ways with how to do it. Most people, of course, go for, you know, just getting the multi-ball, take out, you know, and try to get to Germany. That's one way of doing it. You can do other ways. We've seen Tim destroy it at uh, the first Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. He did a great job. Great game. Great dots. Good artwork. I yield the floor. My game is probably the flowiest 
wide body ever made. And that is Demolition Man. You got the incredibly awesome movie Demolition Man, which gets an incredibly awesome pinball game with like some of the, the most flow ever. It was almost like a, a flow contest. Like how much flow can I put in this game? You have four different multi-balls. You have perhaps the greatest jackpot call out ever. And I mean, you can't beat that. You have the claw. You have the modes, basically the different modes to get through to get to demolition time. Then you also have, you get through all the multi-balls, you can get the final super jackpot shot. It's one of the most fun games to play. Uh, Home ROM recommended for all the cool R-rated call-outs from the movie. And again, has custom speech from Sly Stallone himself back when they actually could afford to get the stars to do voices. Just an all-time classic. Great tournament game. I give you Demolition Man. It would be a great tournament game if they didn't have to change the rules on it. This when is Bruce's rebuttal, correct? Bruce yes, this is my rebuttal. Uh, with the claw, <laughs> you have to screw around with the claw to make it, or disable the claw in a weak tournament game. Weak, I will say. It has great flow. I will give you that. I like the game a lot. But it's no World Cup Soccer. World Cup Soccer, you have a right ramp that no reasonable person shoots for. Well, maybe Bruce does, but most people do not shoot for it. It's just kind of a useless ramp, really. You have the magnet, which is utterly useless. Maybe once in every hundred times I'll ever save a ball. One of the most useless uses of an extra button and magnet ever in a game. That's about all I got. Well, this is another one that's truly sincerely difficult for me to choose from and you guys have come up with some really good matchups so far world cup soccer it's hard to say too many bad things about it what i do have to agree with is that the magnus save is almost useless and two things i can compare these games with uh that flipper strength is so crucial in that both of them have a major flaw in that if either flipper is too weak the ramps are basically unhittable and you'll see that in tournaments sometimes that as a Demo man plays throughout a tournament. You can no longer hit the ramps, which makes it so tough to execute. And Ron made a great point that World Cup soccer, as great of a game as it is, the right ramp is almost not worth shooting, no matter where you play location or tournament. I find myself loving both games, and it boils down to the fact for me that I play both a very specific way. World Cup soccer, I like to go for multi-ball, and that multi-ball shot is so frustrating. I don't think I've ever hated a shot more in my entire life than the multi-ball start on World Cup soccer. I don't think that's a problem. It's it's a good thing in a lot of ways, getting frustrated trying to start the most important part of the game. But, um, of course, getting to World Cup final is a, is a very nice reward. It's It's got its aspects to it that I love. Demo Man, I don't agree it's a bad tournament game. Every tournament director turns off the the claw because it's just a natural thing to do. And in casual settings, the claw is fun to have turned on, even if you always go for multi-ball. 
Um, it's a flow game. I love that the combo value increases as the more you hit combos. You have the option of using the buttons on the claws, which is uh, unique, and you actually get double bonus if you do that for your combos. I never do. I like to control the flippers, but it's cool to see someone like Adam Becker, one of the best players in the world, who does actually use the claws in competition. I agree that Demo Man's wizard modes are really fun and hard to chase, and the fact that you can hit the super jackpot by hitting shots in combination, using the secret or shooting it up the middle, side hole, left ramp, right ramp. It's just, it's too fun a game to not pick it. I'm going, Ron. I'm going, Demo Man. We're going to game three. Woohoo! And I failed, too. I didn't even bring up the uh, controllers. I should have brought that up as a positive. I love Demo Man. I like World Cup Soccer, but it was close anyways. For my third game, well, we know what it is. I only have one choice. Roadshow! If you liked Funhouse, get ready for Roadshow because two heads are truly better than one. See what I did there? It's a wide-body super pin that has literally everything. It has more habit trails than you've ever seen. It, it, might, it might actually compete with Demoman for the most habit trails. It has awesome ramps. It's got the, the great hitting the ball through the pop-up or ramp shot. It's got... Did I mention it has two heads? Yeah, I, did. I think I did. It's got two heads, so you can hit Ted or Red. It has the cool blast zone shot, a hard-as-hell skill shot. It has just so many levels of awesomeness. Oh, did I mention it also has a shaker motor, has great humor, very just fun game to play. Just another 90s William Classic. I give you Roadshow. Oh, and it's awesome linear rule set that forces you to play the entire game because that's how people love to play pinball. Okay, so it's a, yeah, I was ready to pull up Popeye to you, you know, to you, you know. So we're going Corvette, baby. Beautiful game, great flow, Gomez shots. This is the true flow game. And if you're a car nut, it's even the icing on the cake. Functional ZR1 engine in the in the left-hand side. Three flippers. Game's got great shots. Tight, but great shots. Drag strip on the right-hand side, which is really cool. You get to play. You get to use the flippers while not trying to cradle a ball. If you've got right. strong flippers on this game, this game will truly rock your world. Love the game. Love the theme. I'm a big car guy, so it's even better for me. Great artwork on the sides. You get to have all the cars. Great dots. Boom. Two Boom. heads are not. Rebuttal? Well, you, you were about to say two heads are not better than one, but uh, you I'll it. finish that for you. Uh, my rebuttal is, just like you said, the little jag, drag strip thing. is. It, it, it was a game that was supposed to be a wide body that they had to shrink to narrow, regular size, so everything is too tight. Two The shots are too tight. That drag thing is just, you just brace cars and you hit buttons. It doesn't really add much to the game at all. The shots are just, it was designed to be a wide body originally, and they had to change it to cost cut, and you get Corvette. Now, your game is the worst Lawler game ever made. Hands down, terrible game. You want to talk about, you just talked about the greatest flow wide body game. This is the worst flow wide body game. And 
country music as your multi-ball song, oh my god, shoot me in the freaking head right then and there. I'm done. To those with more accuracy, it does have a little flow, just to let you know. Not really. I've owned two, and it, uh I couldn't get rid of them fast enough. I'll start off with my positives and negatives on each. Um, I like both of these games a lot. I do play them whenever they're around, and Corvette is a theme that I enjoy. Uh, I don't. I don't think that the theme brings that much to the table just for being a racing game, but I like Corvette as as a as an idea, and I love that game for a number of reasons. You can skill shot and continue to build your skill shot value, including every single locked ball. So throughout the game, you can build that up. And I remember winning a, a round at Pinburg because of going for that specific strat. There's a super skill shot that you can do like some button code for, but I don't see the purpose in it. I tend to go all multi-ball, but there's also those valuable modes on the right ramp. It's a tight shot. I agree with Ron that those race modes are a little bit too easy. It's almost like one of those too easy video modes. It's just like a gimme. But the game has a lot to it, and it brings a lot to the table. I enjoy shooting the loop, which is a tight shot. And in multi-ball, when you cradle up, you have a choice between... Sending it back up to the motor and using the left flipper, whether you're um, staging or not, or maybe just trapping on the right and shooting the right orbit and sending it back up top, whichever you're more comfortable with. There's definitely some diversity, and it's a fun game. You can get some big scores. There's a bunch of multi-balls and some cool modes. I do like it. There's that kickback that you can light, which is valuable. And um, you just have to make sure that the upper flipper is strong enough. If the upper flipper isn't strong enough, you're fucked. Roadshow brings me back to playing it for the first time in my teammate Arthur's apartment and then having seen it in a couple important matches in Pinball New York City in the random random places in Brooklyn and, and, and whatnot. Uh, it's a fun game. There's a lot of depth to it. You can go for bonus multiplier, and there is flow to it. I agree somewhat with Ron. Shooting those ramps in sequence matters. It's not easy. They're tight. It doesn't feel like that much of a flow game in general. The faces and the heads aren't as creepy as Rudy from Funhouse, but they are a little bit creepy. So that might be some some consequence. There are cool factors, like there's a secret button if you hit the left orbit, which is usually the lock shot. If you don't flip with the upper flipper, it'll hit a button that will progress your mode, which is cool. Multiball is certainly valuable, and there's a, a lot of weight on that if you can get the super jackpot, which is not easy. You kind of have to ricochet it into the the side face i forget if that's red or ted i don't remember which one it is but the game's great and it's hard to get to the end of it it's challenging i enjoy the the theme even if the music isn't something i usually tend to it's really tough for me it's down to the wire remind me guys am i voting for my favorite or for what i think is the best game for who made the best case for their game or yourself also don't forget it's both it might be Lawler's worst game, but I'm still going to go with Lawler. I'm going with Ron. I'm going with Red and Ted's Roadshow. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lawler's the man. That game sucks. That is his worst game. I still like Roadshow. Corvette's great, too. But I find myself taking advantage of Corvette in competition. People that don't understand the skill shot trick lose to me every time because I just get progressive skill shots, and they don't know how to match those points. And that's a flaw with that game, and that's why I'm picking Roadshow. Another victory. Up two for the last two. I love it. Victory is sweet. 
that was really tight. Every single every single selection, I wasn't sure. I had to convince myself as I was speaking. Wow. Wow. So now you have to go to random.org. Are you going to do it, Ron? We'll, we'll have Greg do it because I was thinking having ourselves do it is stupid. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm on it. Random.org. Right, how many numbers? 1975 to 1998. All right. Drum roll, please. The year that my own New York Mets won the World Series. 86. 1986. Okay, nice. so there's... So that's going to be... We got... Well, Williams. Williams. Bally. Bally. Gottlieb. Gottlieb. So now in the random.org, you got to put Gottlieb, which is Premier, Williams, and Bally. Okay... And then you don't tell us what they are. You, there's going to be three. The top one, you just tell us the first one. I'll get to pick either pass or go. So I'm going to put in Gottlieb. Gottlieb, Williams, and Bally. Okay, that's what I'm typing in. And then I enter that into yep. randomize, correct? Yep. Okay, so I have a one, two, three, and I won't tell you what they are. You're going to tell me the first one. I'm going to tell you the first one only. Bally. Oof. Oh boy, this is a hard one. Cause then I'm down to a fifty-fifty of Gottlieb or Williams. Do I take the Bally and run? Get Strange Science, right? No, I don't even get Strange. I don't even. You don't even get Strange Science in this one. Eighty-six, you get Special Force. Oh, you do get Strange Science. And great, Special great, Force so. is not bad, and you get Cybernaut. Ugh. And black belt. Yeah, God. And motor dome. Oh, that cost me a bird. <laughs> I I am gonna take Bally. I have to. Wow. Taking what's, Bally. What's the second game? It was Williams. Williams. So you get Williams, Ron. So I get high speed, is what you're telling me. Ooh. Uh, no, you do not. Yeah, I do. High speed's 86. Oh, it is 86. Eight, yep, so you win this one. Three years, man. Is that the first game that had multiple? No. And you get space, and you get high speed, and what else do you get? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the first game that had multiple. That was the first game that had jackpot. Correct. High speed. Is there three Williams there? Road Kings. Oh, yeah. How I don't think talking? there's three, though. Oh, come on. Oh, Pinbot. Oh, you're going to crush oh, me on this Oh, yeah. One. Okay. There we yeah, go. you should have never taken Bally. Well, the problem was, if I didn't take Bally... You didn't know what the next it was one was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Gottlieb could have been the next one. and Then, then you would have had what? I would have had uh, Raven, Genesis, which is not bad, Goldwing, and Hollywood Heat. Oh, Tim eliminated me from a tournament once on his Hollywood Heat knowledge. So that would have been forgetting. bad. That would have been bad. I think Keith Owens going to be mad at me because I lost... Well, wait, doesn't that mean that Keith will be mad at me? Yeah, probably. I t- Blame Greg. I'll take the blame. You know, World Cup soccer was probably an unpopular decision to make, but I really I really feel strongly about Demo Man. So, Ron, did you see our polls up? Yeah, that's our poll for the which artwork is better, No Fear or Stern Star Wars Pro? You know where we're at right now? Uh, we, way more people pick Star Wars than I thought would pick Star Wars. Wow, really? Yes. It's 66 to 
Star Wars? No. No fear is still no worthy. Fear. No, okay, no. People yeah, aren't I mean, that crazy. It's a gimme, but... right? I mean, Star Wars is just, like, printed. Well, you know, it's, it's painted, kind of. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But I was surprised how close it is so far. With two days to go, it... Yeah, you know, I am surprised. Very surprised. Are you guys on the side of the Star Wars thing that you guys hate it? Or I actually enjoyed the game. Art aside. It sucks moose balls. I don't hate it like Bruce does. Oh, God. I played Zax again, and I just want to bang myself in the fucking head every time. This is this is coming from me. Don't get distracted by the multipliers, everybody. Leave them no. on the big three. Left ramp, two inner orbits. There's no need to move them from there. Yep. On occasion, if you've got either L1 position or two double traps, and you can get cute with moving the multipliers in a multiball, <laughs> by all means, get frisky with it. Move your multipliers around. But when I'm playing that game, I don't even think about the button. I hit my shots, and I execute. And that's the more important thing. See, Bruce? You don't even need to hit the button. I just still hate the game. I don't like but, the shots, but I still don't like the shots. I don't think it plays like a Steve Ritchie game. No, it plays like a Steve Ritchie game. I disagree there. It definitely plays like a Steve Ritchie game. It's fast. It's got flow. Yep. That's yeah, a Steve Ritchie game. That, unless you try to hit that Death Star shot, then forget about there when you're flow. And Shoot your shot. better. Aim better, loser. You know what? The pro, the star, the Death Star shot on the pro is easy on the backhand. Yes. On the LE, it's almost impossible. Yeah. So that being said, it changes things a little bit when you're transferring the ball over to the right more often. But you know what? At MAGFest, and I actually think at one other one that I've played, I don't remember which one, there are LEs that you can backhand the shot. Yeah, it's very hard, though. So that was face-off. So I think we are... Ready for the home stretch here. Are we ready for the full Monty? Ready for the full Monty. There's some <laughs> upcoming events. Yes, there is. This weekend, the Upstate Championship. Will Steve Bowden make it two in a row? Best of five, double elimination at the Silver Bowl Saloon. Doors open at 12. We start at 1 o'clock prompt. And feel free to come by and play in the charity tournament. Yes, please. And uh, don't forget, Greg, you're playing. You're going for the upset. You're trying to take out the number two seed. Well, can can we honestly say that it'll be an upset if I beat Eric? Ooh. Ooh. Wow, those are are fighting words. Russell's got muscle. Yes, he does. I take Eric very seriously. I was was joking with him, and I'm looking forward to playing with him. And he humbly admitted that he was annoyed that he had to play me. And I said, don't worry. You've played those games more than me. I haven't been to Bruce's house in... In quite some time, and uh, either way, I'm very happy that you guys have a losers bracket because it makes the experience a little bit less um, yeah, nerve wracking than a normal state championship, where it's just like every second is yeah. the deciding factor. Exactly. I face off Brian Estes, so it's going to oh, be a, a good matchup. Yep, Fly very Brian. good matchup. Flying Brian Estes. Yep. What's he doing? Verse three. I am seven. Seven. Okay. And I'm playing Anthony. Yep, you're playing Anthony. Okay, Lambos. He's an yep. up-and-coming player. Yes, he is. Very Steve good. is playing Dave Chewy. Howard goes against Jeff. Nick has the hardest match, I think, in the first round. Lane? He's going against Alberto. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to play Alberto first. No, in the first round. And then uh, Andy Cushman against Ian. Very good round. Very good chance also. Ian's great from Canada, and uh, yep. Zach showed me that he's really, Zach- really up-and-coming. Yep, Zach is really good. He's going against Jason. So those are your first rounders. 
and our backup is JT Harrison. Who may or may not show up on time for the tournament regardless. Yeah, that's always true. And then also, on the same day, is the Sweet Talker tournament. Yes. To Chuck Webster's place. Oh, shit, I haven't been there yet. Oh, yeah, you got to check out Chuck Webster's place. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I really love hanging out with the Sanctum crew at the 24-hour battle. Those bonding moments as we go through the excruciating pain of sleep deprivation and pinball. Yes, excellent. It's almost as bonding as sharing the commentary booth with with Bruce. Yes, championship. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. And we will be streaming. Yes, we will be streaming the Upstate Finals. If somebody wants to come in and, and do broadcasting the first round... And the second round, actually, you'll be able to join and do some broadcasting. Who are you talking to, Bruce? You know, as soon as Any, I'm eliminated, what anybody. I want to do. Oh, yeah, I'll be doing also. But anybody, if they want to come in, because we'll all be playing in the first two rounds at least. Mm-hmm. Yes. So best of five in the winners and best of five in the losers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you guaranteed at least six games. I like guaranteed. that. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, uh, are we done? Yeah, I don't have any. I have no more rants. You sure? I'm sure. Do you have Wait, we don't want to do. We don't want to do like a a Tim rant. I already did. That was earlier. Yeah, that was his Tim. That rant. was my Tim rant. Well, everybody should tune in for the Upstate Championships because it tends to be a very high level competition. Lots of great yeah. players. And that'll be on the Slam Tilt podcast. Don't you also have like a bowling game too? I do have the ball bowler. Yes. And uh, Pantino has told me that the food is quite excellent. Excited for yes, that. I try to make it fun and exciting for everyone. We also have a free foosball table downstairs. You look like the kind of guy who likes foosball. And we got darts and everything else. So we got darts, and we got Big Buck Hunter, and we got Galaga, and uh, all the other fun stuff that everyone needs. And we get to pay some bills. And we get to pay some bills. Oh, first show on the night. Second. Second. Oh, really? The Silverball Saloon, www.silverballsaloon.com. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, this weekend we have the tournament. Uh, next Sunday we have the Stern Army matchup. So uh, come out oh, for What's that your also. format? What's your format for your Stern Army? Uh, we do match play four-player. Okay, cool. And is that like six rounds, seven rounds? Yeah, usually six or seven. Depends how many players awesome. we get. And we get to give away the free stuff. And we also give away extra stuff <laughs> also there. We give away... Uh, Last time we gave away tickets to uh, a movie theater, and this time we'll be giving away two tickets to the Rochester Americans. So it's our local hockey team, our AHL hockey team. So very cool. We give away just not just pinball stuff; we give away regular, usual stuff also. So uh, also we have uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Come check us out. Uh, we'll be at Allentown this year. I got a ooh pick. circuit tournament in Allentown. Yep. Corey Hulse, fresh off the pinball profile. Yes, he is. And then uh, we have Pinball Star for your uh, Chicago Gaming, Jersey Jack, Spooky Pinball Machines. And American Pinball. And American Pinball. And then we also have uh, Flipper Fidelity with Mike Pupo. He sells our Stern games up here, and we also have him for the Flipper Fidelity Sound System, best sound system you can get for your pinball machine. Check those guys out. We get nothing from them. Now you can do the podcasts. Be sure to listen to all the other wonderful podcasts out there. Including Canada. Including Canada's Pinball Podcast. And this Flippin' Pinball Podcast, which I said right this week. 
and Pinball Profile and Head to Head Pro. And, yeah, I was screw their name. Head to Head Pinball Podcast and Coast to Coast Pinball if he ever does it again. And then Brody Weaven Pinball Pinball Podcast. Did I get them all? Eclectic Gamers uh, Pinball p- Podcast. Actually, big shout out to uh, Benjamin Ferga. Yeah. He's doing a good job. And I've uh, never listened to it yet, so Yeah, I was on one of his episodes. He's he's a great guy, great player. Well, if Greg was on it, we'll plug it. I think it's the New York City Pinball Podcast or something like that. Yeah. While we're plugging stuff, everybody should come to the New York City Pinball Championships, right? Yes, that's we should just bring that up right now. The New York City Pinball Championships, which will be in May. Yes. 17th through 18th at the Skyline Hotel. Never beef, babe. Never beef. Yeah, maybe it's 18th through 20th. Man, I'm Yeah, bad. it'd be the 18th through the 20th. Yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pre-tournament is at Modern Pinball, hosted by yours truly, alongside Alberto and Bowden and Zen. How do you have a pre-tournament? Because that in itself is a tournament. Well, yeah. it's like the, you know... I always wondered that new- Yeah, I mean, it's... All right, so whenever you go to Pinburg or Papa or any of the big players, there's a pre-tournament, and the whole point is, is everybody's traveling to this... Everybody should also come to this. I just love the terminology. It's like a preheated oven. A oven only has two states, heated or unheated. <laughs> there is no such thing as preheated. But I digress. If you'd like to send us correspondence, we can be reached at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitch channel, just search for Slam Tilt Podcast. We will be streaming the Upstate New York Championships. Oh which my! Is, which is, oh my! Which is weird because it says like 2017. It's technically the 2017 Upstate New York Championships, even though it's played in 2018. Our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube and search for Slam Till Podcast. We will be there. This has been episode 77, Lethal Weapon Four. I'd like to thank Greg once again for coming on with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward. Thank to you, Greg. With you. You're all. You are now to new Tim Balls. The new Tim Balls. Oh, God. Bigger, faster, stronger, drunker. <laughs> drunker. Uh, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Robert Byers. <laughs>